that one doesn't really thin out as much as some of the other ones because it's only a marathon. These other ones, you know, you've got halves. You've got the half with you until a point, and then all of a sudden they go another way, and you're quietly thinking, why didn't I sign up for that? This Runs Radio, episode 892, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Head Sweats. Uh, if you're looking to, uh, you know, maybe maybe get some uh, some warm weather headgear to run in as uh, winter weather is uh, some upon some of you already, and uh, we'll be getting upon most of us at some point. Although let's let's not kid ourselves, winter winter running headgear is not necessarily a, a regular necessity down here in Florida. So, you know, if the, the Florida listeners among us, maybe you just want like a, a Christmas tree themed uh, visor, you know, to keep the sun out of our eyes while we're still running through the winter months. Uh, but whatever it is, if you're looking to step up your hat game, get a get a new took for those of you that speak Canadian or uh, just a, a beanie if you speak whatever American uh, or a winter hat if you speak Diz. Uh, but if you need a, need a hat, need a visor, need something to keep your ears warm while you're out running this winter, uh, Head Sweats has got you covered in every which direction in which you might need. And we've got you covered with a little bit of discount. So if you go over to DizRuns.com slash Head Sweats, that'll direct you right to the Head Sweats website. Uh, it's an affiliate link, meaning that anything that you buy, it's the same price as if you go right through the regular Head Sweats website. But it does throw a few uh, a few shekels into the old coffers as you know as a result of any any purchases that you make. And if you use the code DizRuns35 at checkout, that's D I Z R U N S, the number three, the number five, DizRuns35 at checkout, save yourself thirty five percent on anything that you order. So that's hats, that's winter hats, that's visors, that's masks. If you need a if you need a new mask, you need a something that's a little bit uh, maybe more comfortable than the disposable gimmick that you've been using. Uh, maybe you want some shirts. They got a couple of shirts. Not a whole lot of shirt shirtage available, but there's a few. Uh, you can you can scroll through all the different styles, all the different varieties. Anything that you get, whether it's on sale or not, you can save an additional 35% by using the code DISRUNS35. Once again, disruns.com/headsweats. That's H E A D S W E A T S. Uh, Dizruns.com slash headsweats. Dizruns35 at checkout. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today's guest is a lady that uh, has been listening to the show for a while and has been a, an active member of the Facebook group for pretty much as long as I can remember. I can't get, not, I didn't go back in the archives and figure out when she exactly joined, but she's been, she's been around for a while, which is awesome. And, uh, as such, I feel like I already know her pretty well and I'm really kind of excited to, uh, you know, find out more about her and, and, uh, you know, enjoy today's conversation. Um, uh, because I'm sure as, as is almost always the case, uh, there's going to be something unexpected, some twist or turn that I have no idea is going to come up during today's chat. And, uh, I'm always excited when that happens. And certainly, like I said, excited to see where we end up today when all is said and done. So, uh, in addition to being a runner, she's also a wife, uh, a, a mom to humans, a mom to a dog, uh, and a yogi. And I'm certainly looking forward to a great chat today with Ms. Karen Anderson. So, uh, Karen, thanks for joining us today and, and welcome to the show. 
Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pleasure. And guys, if you uh you want to connect with Karen uh, on Instagram, great place to do so. Uh, and and the handle's pretty simple, although there is that little caveat with a, with a common name. Sometimes you got to be a little bit unique. So it's at Karen underscore Anderson, but the O in Anderson is actually a zero. So it's at K A R E N underscore A N D E R S zero N at Karen underscore Anderson on Instagram. Uh, obviously, she's part of the Facebook group too, so you can connect with her there, connect on Facebook if you're so inclined. Uh, but disruns.com slash 892. Disruns.com slash 892 is the link to take you back to uh, the show notes for today, photos, links, all that good stuff as per usual. So Karen, uh, you know you, you know what's coming, so I, I don't need to, to do the whole big long wind up like I do for some folks that uh, haven't listened to the show before. So uh, just simply the, the launching off point that we do with every episode, got to ask you, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Oh, I knew this question was coming and I've answered it in my head every time I'm out running with you. <laughs> um, I think my favorite distance is the half marathon, which I think it's most people's. I always try to stay half marathon race ready, you know, getting that little bit of a longer run in every month. But I'm kind of starting to like the uh, marathon. That kind of mm -hmm. sounds weird, but I love the training for it. You know, I, I look forward to the long runs. I have a couple of friends that, you know, we go out every Saturday and, you know, we pick a place and then we just go out and enjoy, you know, the long run. And, you know, sometimes we stop at a cafe and have, mm -hmm. you know, a nice little scone or a muffin or something and then just, you know, relax and talk. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of starting to lean a little bit more towards the marathon, which it's kind of weird because that's one <laughs> that's one distance that after you're done you feel it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah there's there's no question about that and and uh you know as, as as has been mentioned several times by by several different folks like the marathon you know the training for the marathon takes takes a bit more of a uh you know, chunk of life of, of being ready for it. And, and, you know, the half marathon for a lot of folks, a little bit easier to, to fit it in there. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, and maybe you're finding this as well, that as, as you kind of, you know, progress a little bit, you, you have a bit more experience with, with running, um, you know, being able to kind of maintain, maintain, maybe not exact marathon peak readiness, but at a level where you can get ready for a marathon in a little bit shorter time, it doesn't, it's not as huge of a jump. Um, does kind of make the, the marathon races a bit more, um, less daunting because the training isn't quite as much of a buildup as it is those first few times you run the distance. Right, right. Yes. I, if, if you would have told me years ago that I'd have even ran a half marathon, I'd have been shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've run six marathons and two ultras, you know, so Oof. it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I've even eyeballed a 50 miler at times. I don't know if I'm ready to pull the trigger anytime soon, but you know, I've learned never to say never yes. because every, every time I do, I end up doing something that I said I didn't, you know, I, I, I did my first, uh, I think my first race was a 10 K. I did the Peachtree road race with a friend. And after that, I just kind of stuck with that distance forever. And then I, her, my friend's husband said, Hey, we're going to be doing a half marathon. I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, that's like double what I'm doing. <laughs> and I eventually did that, you know, and th that was like, it wasn't that bad. But I told her, I said, I'm so sorry, but I would never do a marathon. Mm -hmm. There's no way I'd do that and double that distance. That was hard. <laughs> and a couple of years later, uh -huh. I did that too. <laughs> and then 
I wasn't happy with my time, and so I knew I'd do another one, and um, then ended up joining a running group and kind of got sucked into doing a marathon a year <laughs> and uh, until COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And, and then during that, I got kind of um, sucked into, hey, why don't you try an ultra? So, and that happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you say, the slippery slope is real. You know, you start, you yeah. start climbing that ladder, you start making, making friends in the running world. And, uh, boy, it doesn't, it doesn't take long until, you know, a, a handful of years later you go, how did I get from running, you know, running a 10 K to running a 50 K and thinking about a 50, 50 miler. It's, it's kind of crazy to think about. Yes. Yes, it is. Cause it, you know, it, it happens so slowly and you don't really realize it's happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, it's because I, growing up, I didn't do sports. I, you know, in high school, I thought about joining the track team, but I was about 16 and all of a sudden a job opportunity Mm -hmm. came up and it's like, do I work or do I do this? And I didn't think you could do both. So I thought I would rather have money so I can save up and get a car because I'm the oldest of six kids, mm. and that way I can go do my own thing. So I never did that. And then when I was pregnant with my oldest, I walked every day, two mm. miles, every wow. day up until he was born. Wow. And then as he was a baby, I would put him in a stroller, and we'd walk around Stone Mountain Park. And I literally wore the black part of the stroller wheels off because, <laughs> you know, I was pushing them and we were, we were booking it, but mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't running, you know, it was a little umbrella stroller and, you know, I was pushing them, but it wasn't until my two younger sons were in, um, elementary school and I would have to wait for them after, after I got off work for them to get out of school. And so me and my friend would go walk at a park and some of these parks have like little mile markers that say mm-hmm. quarter mile, half mile. And so we, we, I told her, I said, I wonder if we can run from that marker to the next marker. You know, it's a quarter mile. So we tried it and we were so excited. I was so proud. Mm-hmm. I could run a quarter mile. Wow. <laughs> it was, that was a big feat. And we slowly over a few months, you know, pushed it to where we could run all two miles, you know, and I just thought I was something. And I kept it at two miles for the longest time until I realized that the, I thought, oh my gosh, the Peachtree Road Race is actually, you know, a 10 guys, it's a little over six. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I, I need to start kind of bumping my mileage up a little. So, and, you know, and I did that and, um, haven't stopped. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. What, what was it? If, if you can, if you can remember, um, what, what was the driver to, to jump up from, you know, a couple miles in the park with your friend to actually running, you know, not only just a 10 K, but I mean, I think anybody that knows about Peachtree knows that it's, it's a huge big deal race. Um, you know, so it's not, it's not like, it, I feel like, a lot, you know, again, in, in general, a lot of times the, the general progression is like, you know, yeah, I'm running a little bit maybe. And then there's like, the, there's the local, there's a the local race that supports the church or supports the school or whatever. And, and that's kind of the, maybe the introduction to, to racing. But I feel like, you know, to jump into, into, into the peach tree, like that's, that's going to the deep end of the pool. That's going off the high dive in the deep end of the pool of, of, you know, road racing, certainly of, of road racing of 10 K. So what, what was it that got your interest peaked in, in such a big race as your first kind of, you know, foray into the world of, of road running? I just loved the whole experience. It was just so cool and so rewarding to cross a finish line and think, Oh wow, look what I did. You know, now, when I went to some of the smaller races, you know, it was like, oh, wow, it's a, <laughs> definitely a different experience from that. But, you know, I 
I soon started being able to place on my age group and that I really thought was cool. It's like, wow, look at this, you know, look, I got a plaque. (laughs) And I, you know, that kind of was uh, fun. And, um, but yeah, I just, I love the feeling of crossing a finish line and knowing you did that, you know, it's because, you know, not everybody does that. And, you know, to think back that I wasn't an athlete growing up and that, look, look what I can do. You know, I was, you know, when, sports you know they picked you for like kickball or whatever you know younger I was like one of the fewer ones left mm-hmm. you know that to pick from it's like okay you know and like now I can run probably further than most of them that I you know went to school with so you know it's just it, it makes you feel good about yourself you know you look look what you did you know absolutely so. absolutely um and and is there a bit of a uh competitive streak in you as far as you know you mentioned uh placing in your age group i know that's something that uh, some folks really really enjoy kind of that that pushing themselves and, and finishing on the podium is that something that that drives you or is that just a nice byproduct of just being out there and, and running and being active well i didn't realize i had a competitive streak <laughs> until i started running <laughs> and it's just i mean and it slowly i got to thinking wait karen you're really competitive because you know i go out there and yes I kind of look around, you know, you kind of look around, see who's out there. And it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just sizing up your competition and everything. And then, you know, you're always hoping that you can, you know, at least place in your age group. And it, you know, that's fun. You know, it's, um, I know the last race I did because, you know, we do have a few live races around here. There's a series that's putting on trail races. And the last race I did, I was, you know, I started and, it, you know, it, it was in a little park. They call it a trail race. I call it more of what it was a hybrid because it was more like crushed mm-hmm. gravel. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't a trail, but it wasn't road. And I was coming off a little bit of an injury, so I wasn't quite sure what to even expect. So, you know, when you first start out, you're trying to, everybody's trying to get into a little groove and, you know, kind of spread out a little. So once I got on that, I remember listening to one of your guests a long time ago, was talking about uh, they when they pass somebody calling them kills <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm sitting there thinking hmm all right let's see how many kills I can get you know <laughs> so <laughs> I sat there and I was able to get 18 you know wow. it's like so I was like really feeling good and at this one point there was a guy that was on my heels I could hear him but I'm sitting here thinking you know what I know you're going to pass me at some point but you're going to work for it I'm going to make you I'm going to run as hard as I can and you're going to work to pass me because I know you're going to and you'll but you're going to I'm going to make you work for Mm -hmm. every bit of this so he eventually did probably the last quarter mile and when I got home I happened to look him up he was like over 20 years younger than me so it's like (laughs) (laughs) he ended up placing his age group and I ended up getting first in my age group and so it but I thought you know what and I know you're probably going to do it, but you're going to at least work for it. So, you know, but it was, it was a fun race. And, you know, I was a little surprised at the time because, you know, I, it was a minute faster than what I thought it was because when I crossed the time, I saw the time on the little board and I thought, oh, that's great. And I just hit my Garmin off, didn't look at mm. it, but I'd forgotten that they were staggering it a little because of right. COVID. Right. <laughs> so, so when they did it, it's like, oh, oh, even better. So. You know, I was, I was quite tickled with it. And uh, after I got home, I was even more tickled because 
I, I made this this guy that's much younger than me have to really work for it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like one for the older ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's and that's the the beauty of one of one of the many beauties I think of of our sport is that you know all I, I don't know exactly if I'm going to say this the right way, but like I mean it's one of those you can't judge the book by its cover. Like you look at. Um, you know, ages, sex, whatever, weight, sometimes size, like whatever. Um, it, it never ceases to to surprise me, to to make me, you know, raise my eyebrows sometimes when uh, somebody that that when you look at them, you're like, oh, you know, like great, they're out here, but they're probably not going to be that, you know, like they're not going to be up towards the front. Or you see somebody like, wow, that person should be just crushing it, and you just never know. You never know till right. you get out there. Um, and so and so, yeah, I've been. I've been passed by by many people that are 10, 20 years older than me, um, and I have no no even qualms about any any issues with that. Like, hey, more they're doing their thing. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm sure it feels it feels good when you when you're giving somebody a run for their money and, and they're you know a, a bit younger than you are. I'm sure that's that's a nice little uh, like yeah. Look at me. I'm out here. I'm out here pushing myself, and this is a good a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And, you know, the one time I had a I was running in a race and. I'm sitting here running, and all of a sudden, this guy with a double stroller passes me and just flies <laughs> by, and I'm just like, "How?" <laughs> right, know? right. I mean, he just—he—he he was like gone before I could, you know. I—I I never saw him anymore. He just came out of nowhere, and I—I I thought I've—I've I've pushed a stroller once, and mm-hmm. those things are hard to push. And kudos to all the women and men that do push strollers and races and stuff because. That's hard. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and a double on top of that is, uh, yes. you know, I mean, I guess the, the stroller maybe isn't twice as heavy, but you got twice as many, twice as heavy, uh, weight of kids in the, in the stroller. So, uh, um, right. yeah, certainly, certainly. So, um, you mentioned kind of the, the trail running and, and, uh, something that I, I feel like I remember, you know, not, not too, too long ago, a, a post or two in the, in the group talking about kind of dipping your, dipping your toes into, uh, to trail running a little bit. Um, for, for refreshing my memory and for those that uh, maybe, you know, haven't paid as close of attention to the Facebook group over the years, um, what, uh, what was it that got you kind of interested in, in trail running a little bit? Well, trail running has not always been something I've tried because I am terrified. I mean, terrified of snakes mm. and, and you I kind of live always... in a bit of snake country. Eh, it's not, not mean, terrible, but they're, they're there at least. Yeah. You see get. copperheads a lot mm-hmm. and everything. And I've, I've, um, I was always telling people, no, I'm not going to do a trail run. No, no, I'm not. I don't want to do a trail race. And then I saw this tortoise and hare half marathon and it was just a really cool, uh, marathon or half marathon because the way they have it set is they have tortoises and they have hares and, the faster you are, the later you start. Mm. So the, the slow people start in the beginning, the first few waves. And you also, they had you wear a different color shirt so that as the hares start coming out and you passing the tortoises, mm-hmm. you know that you're being passed by the tortoises. And, you know, at times you could hear that last wave coming on you and gaining on you because you heard like fast feet just going past you and then all <laughs> the different colors are flying by. But, you know, it was, it was, um, pretty cool and i just thought oh this will be a fun race i i didn't train on the trails because you know mm-hmm. i don't one i don't go out in trails by myself to run and if i do i want somebody with me because it's safe anyways mm-hmm. and then you know if somebody sees if i see a snake at least there's somebody there <laughs> <laughs> and so but i'm and they're like oh you're going to be in a trail race you're not going to see a snake mile 12 there's a black snake oh no 
passing in front of me and I all of a sudden stop and I'm like, snake. And there was just a bunch of girls behind me and they're all like, ah, snake. (laughs) And it went off and thank goodness. But I thought, see, I told you guys now that knock on wood is the only time I have experienced seeing that in during a race, you know, but Mm -hmm. it was, but it was fun. It was different. I, I learned within the first quarter of a mile, you can't look as far forward because you need to watch the ground because I tripped over a root and was on my face and Mm -hmm. cut my knee and it's like, okay. And, um, so I've learned at that point, you know, you're looking more at the ground. So people will talk about, oh, t- it wasn't it beautiful. And it's like, huh, I saw just mostly the ground. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, you're if you don't, there's so much to, you know, trip on if it's not rocks or roots. And, you know, so, yeah. I've, so it I mean, I it's nice getting out there because it's a softer surface and, you know, different, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely different than the road. But I'm I'm slower on the trail because I am constantly watching where I'm putting my foot and always looking for that snake so that Mr. <laughs> snake is not in my way. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know certainly everybody's a bit slower. I think you're just about everybody's a bit slower unless you unless you're maybe uh, you know maybe that's where being you know whatever 20 years old and having no fear and you just bomb and you don't you don't worry about uh, roots and rocks and things like that because it's always the little ones that that trip you up. It's it's you know the big obvious ones that you can see coming from from a quarter mile away like you're not going to trip over anything like that but that that little that little thing just sticking out of the ground just a little bit or got the leaves are kind of covering it up a little bit so you don't really notice it um are are always the things that that get you but do do you you know i mean snakes snakes are snakes they are they are what they are and and uh uh, I guess it's kind of one of those, at least for me, I feel like, you know, people complain about sharks in the ocean. Well, if you don't, you know, don't go in the ocean, you don't have to worry about sharks. I guess don't go out in the woods and you don't have to worry about snakes so much. Um, but do you, do you tend to get out there on the trail semi-regularly or is it kind of a, you know, special occasion for certain races or things like that? I'm trying to get out there more, especially since now pretty much that's all that's out there for races, you know, that is the trail races, but you know, it's kind of funny because I see just as many snakes out on the asphalt path. I mean, I've, I've seen them on the side of the road in my neighborhood. And I guess if you're not looking for them, you may not see them, but if you're constantly on high alert, (laughs) you do see these things at times. And, but you know, I've, and at this time of year, when, you know, the leaves are falling, you especially got to be like careful of like Mm. copperheads because, you know, they kind of blend in with the foliage. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I see just as many on the asphalt as I do the, uh, trail, but you know, I get out there, they've got a new little near where I run a lot. They've put like a little loop in the woods there and, you know, I think you go around once and it's a mile. So it, it gives me somewhere close by that I can go and do a quick little run in there to, you know, just to make sure that I'm doing okay because, you know, you're working your ankles a lot when you're trail running because they're twisting and, you know, turning every which ways when you're doing that. So it's, it's somewhere that at least I can go and not have to travel too far. Right. Right. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of benefits to it. You know, when you look at, at some of the, kind of some of the wear and tear and, and, you know, if you really want to get granular about, you know, injuries and, and things like that, um, you know, like you said, softer surface, but yeah, the, the, the fact that every time your foot hits, it's a little bit different. So not only are you working the muscles, but you're also mixing up the point where, 
you know, kind of the, the impact point, the, the focal point of the stress on your body with, with each footfall. So instead of it always hitting basically the same spot when you're running on a fairly flat sidewalk or road, um, every, every step is a little bit different, which, um, can, can be a great way to kind of reduce some of that, that stresses and strains and stuff. So yeah, plenty of, plenty of good reasons to get on the trail, but of course, you know, the, the, the name of the game, um, is, is enjoying it. So if, if the, if the trail brings more stress and anxiety or it's too much of a, of a pain to get to, then, you know, whatever, keep on, keep on doing, doing what you're doing. Um, uh, but mixing a little trail running is, is not, uh, not a bad way to spend, you know, whether it's, it's a mile or 10 miles or whatever, at least in my opinion, not, a, not a bad option once in a while. Yeah, it's it's getting to where I enjoy it a little more, and I'm getting to be a little bit more, you know, lessens anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and and as you keep climbing this this uh, in, in not in ending, never ending, this unending uh, you know ladder of of ultra distance races is you know more and more likely that you're going to be on the trails for those 50ks and that 50 miler eventually, and and who knows what uh, what what else the future holds on that front. But speaking of races and, and maybe kind of backing up in the, in the timeline a little bit and kind of getting, getting, uh, you know, a, a bit more of a feel of kind of that, that progression. So, you know, you, you, you jump into Peachtree, big, huge race, uh, you know, as, as a 10 K first experience. Um, and, and then, you know, running some other distances, you eventually get into the half marathon. Uh, but I'd love to kind of, you know, maybe focus on the first marathon for, for a minute. Um, since you said that's kind of a distance that you're starting to become more and more like, yeah, I kind of, kind of like the, the marathon distance. Um, what was, what was your first marathon and what was, what was that experience like for you? Uh, my first marathon was the Savannah inaugural one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, my my brother had knew that I wanted to run a marathon. And so he lived in Virginia. He was in the Air Force at the time and he lived in Virginia. And so he said he would do one with me and he we picked one and we decided to go with Savannah because it was fairly flat. Mm-hmm. You know, he could drive home to, you know, Atlanta and then we could go drive down to Savannah together. So, and he trained up there and I trained down here. And, um, and I was, I did that plan. I only missed two days out of my entire plan. You know, it's like, here's my plan. I just found one out of runner's world. Didn't know any better, you know, right. it, you know, one plan fits all. Yeah. I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, it, and I had a friend that was telling me all the things not to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of did a few of the things not to do, not because I planned on it, but because it just happened. You know, it's like at the beginning, you know, she told, you know, don't, don't do a lot of weaving. Well, it was so cram packed in the mm-hmm. beginning that this one guy fell. And oh, so my brother's like, okay, we got to, we got to get out of this pack. So we're weaving and going a little faster. Well, that's the number two mm-hmm. thing she said not to do. Don't go out too fast. Well, he, you know, we were just weaving to get in and out. Well, eventually around mile 21, 22, it was on this highway. It was nothing there. But I learned what an IT band was. I had never <laughs> heard of an IT band. All I knew was that my knee hurt so bad, I had tears running down my, you know, mm-hmm. cheek. And so from that point on, it was, we would run until I couldn't run anymore. And then we walked till I thought I could run again. And we did that the whole way through that end. And I I remember people, you know, towards the end, getting ready to get towards that finish line, people going, Oh, come on, you can do it. And I'm thinking, Oh, I am. I am. This is all I can do. But I crossed that finish line and I had a tear rolling down Mm -hmm. my cheek. It's like, I did it, you know, and I was I was so proud of myself. I was a little disappointed because of having to do the run walk part. I did not make my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I did it in just a little over five, uh, five hours, and I wanted to be under four and a half hours. But, you know, they just didn't do it. And I remember after we got done, got our bags and everything, and we're going to sit down in the park. And I'm sitting there standing, and I'm looking at the ground, and I'm telling my brother, I, I don't know how I'm going to get down there. I mean, I just <laughs> I hurt so bad. And so we we got down there, and we sat down there for the longest time just sitting and eating and drinking whatever they gave us. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, we got to get up. Oh, <laughs> so, so and then we, you know, we were walking. Luckily, we stayed at a hotel that had the best a little um, little service that came when he dropped us off that morning. He, he gave us little cards and said, hey, mm. when you get done, you call me. Tell me what cross street you're at and I'll pick you up right there. Nice. So it was nice. And we we. I don't know if we really walked, but we shuffled. <laughs> Hobbled to the cross street. <laughs> yeah, we, and found one. And, and uh, we, I, I didn't even have to look at the color of ribbons on different people to tell you if they raced the half or the full, because I could tell by the way they were walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I remember we went back to the hotel, and I told my brother, you know, we, we wanted to go and get something to eat. And we we decided just to go to um, the Cracker Barrel, and I almost felt like we were going at, you know, like the senior citizen hour because <laughs> we were shuffling, and it's like I, – I, I had seen these memes before of people, you know, the way they walk after mm-hmm. a marathon, but, you know – I had no clue about that. <laughs> and it was, you know, oh, yeah, it was – it took me a f- – I didn't realize you couldn't go downstairs. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, that was something new. I learned you had to go downstairs walking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, yeah, there was there was a few learning things I learned from that. But, you know, I enjoyed it. But my brother told me, he says, this is why I only run – a marathon once a decade because mm. it hurts. And I said, you know, but in the back of my mind, I'm going, but it didn't make my goal. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> eventually I joined a, you know, a running group, of, you know, and then started doing one every year. And, mm. you know, and I was able to get, you know, a little bit better. You know, I, I eventually went and ran the soldier marathon down in Columbus, Georgia. And, I, th- I think I got like a 20 minute PR, but mm. you know, I also did a run walk program where, you know, I ran mm-hmm. for so many minutes and I walked, I think I ran two minutes and then walked 30 seconds or something. That's the way we trained with uh, one of my friends. Mm. And I, I was really surprised that I could make it faster and I didn't hurt nearly as bad. And I could walk down the stairs afterwards so it really <laughs> made a difference so after that experience i thought okay well that wasn't too bad so the next year i went and did marine corps mm. and you know that was that was a huge race and what really struck me at, at that one is that one doesn't really thin out as much no. as some of the other ones because it's only a marathon these other ones you know you've got halves you've got the half with mm-hmm. you until a point and then all of a sudden they go another way and you're quietly thinking why didn't i sign up for that <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you, you've got the course a lot more you know to yourself but you know in marine corps you know it's you're just people and people and I, and I love that race so much that I signed up and did it the next year too so um that was you know of course none of these times I got to the time I wanted it wasn't until last year 
I had uh, I was helping a friend train for the Chicago Marathon, and I was running out at Stone Mountain Park with her, and I was helping her train. And so I she was training. Well, no, she was going to run Chicago in the um, fall, but she was going to run the Atlanta Marathon. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, no way! The Atlanta Marathon is tough. I, they call it the Publix Marathon mm-hmm. now, but. I thought, I'll sign up for the house. So I'm helping her train for this. And about a week before it, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm basically marathon ready. So okay. I called the Atlanta Track Club, and uh, they said, yeah, you can switch distances down and just pay a little bit more. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay. So I found myself all of a sudden running one of the marathons I never really wanted to run <laughs> <laughs> because the hills in Atlanta are something. And so I did it and I PR'd in that race. Wow. I was I was shocked. And and the, the really kicker to this is the day before I had done a trail half marathon up in Chattanooga. Mm. And so I kind of took it easy. I didn't go crazy because I knew the next day I was planning on running a marathon and but I had no really you know, in the back of my mind I really all had this one goal in mind, but I knew that I was just kind of doing this because I was ready mm-hmm. and I really didn't have a goal in mind. Yeah. In the back of my head, there was always that want to be under four and a half hours, but, um, I thought, you know, I'll be glad if I finish it, mm-hmm. you know, to do a half marathon, half trail marathon on Saturday and then do a full the very next day. You know, if I can do that, Hey, I was happy. So I, uh, I did it in PR and, uh, I was, I was shocked. I mean, it was, it was such a fun experience. It was, it was tough because, you know, there are hills, mm-hmm. And, um, but I did it. And then a couple of, let's see, that was in March, I believe. And then I immediately went into ultra training and I did a ultra at the end of May. Mm. And, um, and you really can't judge one trail race against the other. You know, it, it, it may be, I mean, it took me a little bit longer, but the terrain for this ultra compared to the other one was polar opposites Mm -hmm. you know the first ultra i did was on fire road and it had crushed well it had gravel Mm -hmm. and that ate up my it bands i didn't realize how bad gravel was on me Mm -hmm. and um it was four loops around this um lake area so the next one i did it was um in dawson forest and it was hilly and they had four creek crossings luckily there had not been a lot of rain and you were able to hop on the rocks but you know i never saw nothing in any paperwork that said anything about creek crossings but it was it was really hilly that day every time you'd kind of go around a curve and you would you were at the top of a hill and you turn and it was more of a hill and i'm thinking oh my (laughs) gosh you know and it was i mean it was something and it was um really hot it was just the saturday before memorial day and Mm. it was like in the 90s and it was super hot but um i i did that and then later that year i went on and signed up for the kiowa marathon because that was the marathon i had planned on doing for the year not the (laughs) one i just ended up doing and i actually got a pr there i got i got under my goal by 11 minutes wow. but it's still 20 minutes off of eq because that really you know that there that goal there is you know i would love to bq but you know i 
probably have to get a little older. <laughs> hey, it's, as I've said before, that's a good train to be on, to get a little bit older, get a little bit faster train and just kind of, you know, ride it out until those, those lines cross. Um, but, uh, but congratulations. I mean, shoot, that was, that is quite the year. I, I'd love to, uh, maybe at least spend just a, a minute or two on, on that, that whole Publix, you know, the, the Atlanta marathon, the, the PR of the race that you didn't even really realize you were running until, uh, you know, whatever, a week or two before. Um, and, and I'm just curious, and this is something that, that I don't know that we could know for sure, but, but I'd love to get your thoughts on the idea of maybe, maybe the fact that, you know, it wasn't a race that you were planning on, um, and you kind of have no expectations and how that, that, um, you know, that just kind of relaxes you and lets you just run and not worry about it. But, uh, when, when did you, or did you realize during the race that like, oh my gosh, I might go, I might, I might have a chance to go under 430 and, and, you know, did, did that change at all during the race when you, when you saw what your times were on your watch or kind of, how did that race unfold from a, I'm just running it and hoping to finish it to like, holy cow, like this is actually going way better than I could have planned. Well, I don't think I really paid too much attention to my watch, mm -hmm. you know, because I really had no expectations going in, you know, it was just finish. It was the only expectation right. I had be able to cross that finish line on your own two feet, you know? And, um, so I think that did take some of the pressure off. Um, but the, you know, it was a fun race. I just enjoyed seeing parts of Atlanta that, you know, I've either seen by car mm -hmm. or by, you know, going over through Marta where Marta goes through some of these places. But, you know, it was, it was cool to see parts of, you know, where you live, you know, right. that you wouldn't normally find yourself going. And I always think seeing a city by foot and running is so cool because you see things that you don't see by a car because, you know, you're, going by a little bit slower so you're seeing things you're seeing things you're smelling things you're, you know you're hearing things that you don't experience any other way and um it's like when i go down to visit our friend in charleston i meet up with a friend and we go and we run down through town town charleston and you know of course, I do get the kind of the touristy thing of they'll tell me what was, you know, here and there. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you get to experience the town that you don't experience any other way. So I got to experience parts of Atlanta that I didn't, you know, had never seen mm -hmm. some of these places before. And um, it was it was really cool. So it's um, that I, I think everybody should experience, <laughs> you yeah. know. No, I, like that. I, I totally agree. And, and it's, it's, you know, as I've said before, it's, it's certainly my favorite way to, um, you know, experience a town, you know, some place that I'm visiting for, you know, whether I'm there for, for work or pleasure, like, man, whether it's a, a proper race or like you said, if you can connect with, with the locals a little bit, you know, I've, I've played the whole game of, Hey, I'm no, I know I'm going to be in this town. Like, let me find the, you know, the local running clubs, Facebook page or whatever, and see if there's a group run and just, and just show up and just be like, Hey, I'm just visiting. Like, you know, anybody want to kind of take me on a tour guide and like, boom, there you go. And it's, it's such a great way to, to kind of see something and, you know, maybe learn, learn a few things that aren't just uh, what the, what the touristy guides say, or maybe it's not even a touristy town so you just get a chance to to sightsee a little bit it's certainly uh certainly a great way to do it and, and yeah shoot if you can mess around and get a pr and not even not even realize what's happening while it's happening like i mean i don't know i, I don't know that you could write a much better script for for a race um than something like that i mean that's that's a pretty cool way to do it yeah last year last year was like an unusual year i ended up pring every distance wow. i i ran last year from 5k all the way up 
I mean, I don't know if you could really say the ultra was a PR because it was so different from the other, but you know, from 5k to marathon, I PR'd every, every distance and I PR'd the 5k like two or three times that year. So I was, which I was happy because I was the last part of the age group. So when you're, you know, that last number (laughs) in the age group, you know, you always got a little bit of a, you know, you always got the younger ones ahead Mm -hmm. of you that you gotta, you know, think, Oh, they're, they're going to be faster. They're younger. So, right. but you know, I was, I was tickled because, you know, sometimes I'll listen to some of these podcasts and people like, yeah, when you get older, you know, mm-hmm. not so much, you know, PRs or, you know, this and I'm thinking, well, you know what? I'm still PRing Absolutely. and, you know, you know, eventually that will stop. But then I think, well, then it's just going to be, you know, it'll be maybe for that particular race, Mm. you know, maybe Mm. if I ran it before, let's see if we can beat it that time. Because, you know, I'm always, if, even if I'm not in competition with, you know, somebody out there, I'm always in competition with myself. I'm always wanting to do better, you know? So I guess that's that competitive side that I never knew until I started running. Bubbling, bubbling back to the surface. You know, I I think that, I mean, anybody who, who, uh, can say that they they PR in every distance, every race that they they every race distance that they run for a year. I mean, obviously you're doing something right, but um, any any ideas? Kind of what what made the difference for you last year? What was there something that clicked? Something that you added? Something that uh, that you can point to to say that oh maybe maybe this is the reason why, or is it just I mean it was just the way things happened and don't look a gift horse in the mouth type of situation. Um, I think part of it was it was maybe when I was training for the marathon, some of these times I would have a 5k race that just happened to come up during my training. And I would go and run a couple of miles before the race, do my 5k and then race it. And then when I got done, you know, finish the rest of my training run because I had twice I've had a where I've PR'd, I've had a 20 mile run on that day, you know, and I did several miles beforehand and then I just kind of, you know, dropped the hammer during the race. And then I took it easy on those last few miles afterwards. But I think it is, and I think it's also, you know, just constantly showing up and being consistent, you know, with your training, Mm -hmm. you know, is another thing, but, you know, I really think that maybe because I did train for those two races and just, you know, the, the, training and you know just being consistent yeah so yeah i mean it's that's that's usually the case right like it's there's not a silver bullet because if there was one then we would all we would all just do this one thing and it would it would be magic and you would never have a bad race and everything would always be a pr but yeah i mean showing up being consistent and and i i have heard from a few people over the years the idea of pr and in your 5k either while training for a marathon or just after the marathon where there's that that overwhelming base that you build you know going long um, can, can, you know, kind of like the heart rate training that I talk about all the time, right? Like you're just able to maintain that pace for, for longer, able to to just hold on to that, that 5k effort for the full, uh, 3.1 instead of maybe falling off a little bit as, as you go. So whatever works out, I mean, shoot, what a, what a great year. And uh, as we're getting, getting starting to to get close to wrapping up here, and I, I'd I'd love to ask you another kind of maybe shifting, shifting gears a little bit, but ask you about something that, uh, again, I, I feel like I remember from the, uh, the, the Facebook group that you, Posted and, and even kind of mentioned in your intro about about you know being into yoga. Um, I feel like it wasn't too long ago that you're like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of start a little yoga streak, and, and I think that you were posting in the group fairly regularly about kind of how yoga was going. Um, what what uh, what what got you into you know spending being consistent about spending time on on the yoga mat? 
Well, that kind of just, you know, I'd heard you all the time talk about the little things, and I thought, yeah, and I'd, I'd play around with it here and there. And then last September, it was after I if I think it was a 5K I did, and I hate 5Ks, absolutely hate them. But I, I feel you. I feel you. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> and I, my foot just felt really wonky after this race. And I, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, maybe I've got a stress fa- fracture. It's like mm. it, it, I cannot have this problem long. You know, I'm training for a marathon in December. I can't have this. And I'm, so I kind of thought, okay, well, I'm going to take a few weeks off of running. And I thought, let's try yoga. And so I remember in your book, um, be ready on race day on the back in the back, you had one of these yoga, um, things about yoga with Adrian. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to check into her. So I did, you know, one of her videos and it's like, Oh, that's not bad. That, that was kind of nice. And so I did it a couple of times and then I ran across one of hers that was like 30, a 30 day thing. And I mm-hmm. thought, okay, let's, Let's try this and see what happens for 30 days because, you know, you can always tell a runner if you sit down in a yoga class because their knees are up at their ears, right. you know. <laughs> and so it's like I could use to be a little bit more limber and, you know, flexible. So so I, I did those 30 days and I thought, well, that's kind of cool. And then I saw she had another 30-day one. And I thought, oh, let's do that one. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to start seeing, you know, how long I can do this. Let, let's see if we could do it for a year. Mm. And so, you know, I just would find one of her 30 day ones, you know, because I found that doing one of the 30 day ones kept me, you know, where it, because if I'm left on my own, I'm like, Oh, look, right. there's a 12 minute one. Let's do the right. 12 minute one. Oh, look, there's a seven minute one. Let's do the <laughs> seven minute one. So if I've already got, okay, this is the layout and I've had to kind of move them around when mm. some days are more stressful than the others. But, you know, I eventually, you know, it just became a regular part. And I was noticing in the mornings when I got up, I didn't feel so stiff and, you know, like, Ugh, mm-hmm. you know, like Mr. Tin Man getting out of bed. You know, I was feeling a lot more flexible and, and I could start to, you know, see the differences, you know, and it's like, wow. So, you know, I got through the year and it's like, OK, this is cool. So at the beginning of the year, you know, everybody makes all these New Year's resolutions and I've never really made one you think about it but who really follows through Mm -hmm. with them so i thought well you know i'm already on this thing of seeing if i can do it a year that'll put me till september so i'm just going to go on and say hey i'm going to do yoga this entire year so um and i have i'm still i've I've done it every single day since last september 16th and you know i can really tell a difference like i can do a hand or a headstand now the way she does the one Mm -hmm. where you put your forearms forearms on the ground mm-hmm. and it's like I can, I can do it and I was like I was shocked I mean it's like woohoo you know I, I did this you know and it, you know I'm slowly seeing progression I'll take pictures every once in a while and document it so I can kind of see the difference because you know you can't always see you can mm-hmm. feel differences but you can't sometimes see it I mean I think it'll take years to get the knees completely down a little bit right. more <laughs> Right. But, you know, I am feeling it. I think one race where I was running um, on the trail and the last part of it was gravel. And I remember kind of my kind of twisting my ankle, but I was able to regain my balance really quickly. And mm. I seriously think that's because of the yoga, because, you know, it is starting to make a difference in my core. I can feel, you know, I, I'm just really happy I went on and made the leap to do it. And, you know, it's 
it's something I'm just going to continue because even if I wasn't a runner, it would benefit me. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it helps as you're getting older, you could get less flexible you know, and it's just, you know, I think it makes a better quality of life. Well, and that, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, if it, if it helps in running, I mean, that's obviously that's great. But if it, like you said, you get out of bed in the morning, and you feel a bit less, a bit less creaky. You don't need to reach for the oil can right away as opposed to you can just hop out of bed and get on with your day. Or if, you know, you know, just, just life being better, you get, you know, get to the point where, you know, picking up grandkids or getting down on the floor and playing with grandkids or, or whatever the case might be that, you know, you might, you might could still be able to do without the yoga, but if it's easier and if it, if it's, if it's, if it feels better and, um, you know, just, just all of those little benefits and, and yeah, you know, the, the core strength and, and the balance and things like that, that then when you do, uh, twist an ankle or you catch a tree root on the trail or something like that, you're more, you're, you're less likely to have a, a real spill and more likely to be able to correct it. Like it's one of those things that, uh, I feel like, and, and, you know, this is me kind of being a little bit hypocritical because I'm, I'm pretty good at doing yoga once or twice a week, but you know, every day, uh, yeah, I, I'm about as good at that as streaking as I am at, at run streaking. But, um, but man, you know, just like anything else, like, like running as well, consistency showing up, um, and the difference that it can make. And, you know, here you are, you know, just over a, a year of, of doing, uh, yoga every day and, and being able to rattle off differences and things that you're noticing and things that you're feeling, um, just kind of, again, shows, shows the, the value of showing up and being consistent with anything, anything in life, you're consistent with it, you're probably going to improve. And, and then you start to see more and more benefits to it, which makes you more and more wanting to continue to show up. And it's just that, that positive feedback loop that just kind of continues on. And, and who knows how long you'll keep doing the, the yoga in, but, um, I mean, shoot, seems like it's working for you. You're, you're having yeah. great success with your running. So keep on keeping on. Yeah. I mean, and who would have, who would have thought that just standing with your eyes closed, how, how you can actually lose your balance, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when I first was doing that, you know, it's like, close your eyes and you're going, Oh, <laughs> you know, yep. you feel like you're just swaying all over the place. And now I can stand with my eyes closed and, and not move, you know, it's like, you know, it's just little things. So, you know, I think everybody should try it and just give it a little bit of time because, you know, it, you know, even if you're not a runner and just a walker, I think it can help everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, and again, I mean, like you found yoga with Adrian, which I, I mean, I've, I've recommended that dozens of times because talk about a low barrier to entry. You don't have to worry about going to a studio. You don't have to worry about other people seeing you and being like, oh, being self-conscious about how inflexible you might be or, or anything like that. Like it's on YouTube, you know, and these days we, a lot of folks can pull up YouTube even on the, on the TV, but certainly on your phone, on your computer, whatever, and give it a shot and try it out and, you know, stick with it and see what happens. And, and you might just find that, uh, it's making you, you're running better and maybe the rest of your life a little bit better as well. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, Karen, thank you for, for sharing that. And as we're getting to that, to that point, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like we could probably keep going, but you know, at some point we gotta, we gotta wrap this thing up. We don't want to turn this into a, a monumental Q and a Q&A episode or something like that. Oh, maybe, maybe we or, do. I don't know. Um, or a quick tip. Or a episode. quick tip. That, yeah. A quick tip still going on a, an hour later, but I uh, gotta, gotta ask a philosophical question before we wrap this thing up for today. And uh, would, would just be, be curious, um, you know, at this, at this point in your life of, of been running for a while and, and having, you know, kind of some, some really good years. And obviously this year being a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy because of COVID and, and all that good stuff. Well, not good stuff, but the, 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 the results of races being canceled and, and lives being adjusted. Uh, we'd just be curious, you know, at, at, at this point, why do you, why do you still run? You know, what, what does running do for you that makes you want to keep getting out there on a regular basis and, and getting your time on the roads and time on the trails? And, and, you know, what, why, why are you still a runner? And, and from what it sounds like, I have no plans on slowing down anytime soon. Running is just my time. I, 
I just kind of found it when my boys were younger and it was my stress relief time. You know, it gave me time to just, you know, get out there. Sometimes I would have music, sometimes not. It was just the peacefulness, you know, and just made me less stressful. Sometimes my husband would say if I, it was a day that I seemed just really off, you know, sorts, he would go, hey, why don't you go get your run in? <laughs> it's like, okay. And I would feel so much better. I'd be a better person, you know, and it's, um, I think health benefit wise, it's, it's good because we have heart problems in our family and, you know, that's good. So that keeps me out there. And, you know, I just want to stay active. You know, you always hear that commercial of body in motion stays mm-hmm. in motion. So I don't want to be that person that, can't get up and you know go do things that I can't go play with my granddaughter or I can't I can't just go out and you know I just have fun you know I want to be out there experiencing life and you know doing things and you know living and enjoying life as long as I can you know because one day there'll probably be a day when Mm -hmm. I can't run but you know uh, then I want to just lace up my shoes and hopefully just be able to keep walking, you know, right. and keep going out there and just going and, you know, doing and, um, you know, just enjoying life and just being as active as I can because, you know, I I don't want to slow down because, you know, I've seen people when they have slowed down, you know, things kind of creep up as you get older. I don't want to, you know, be like that. I, I just want to be able to stay healthy and um have an active lifestyle as long as I can. And, you know, you know, there'll be a day when I can't mm-hmm. race or run, but you know, today's not the day and I'll just keep going until that day comes. And hopefully it's a long ways away. Right. Right. And, and more often than not, the more that you keep, you know, like you said, body in motion stays in motion, keeps pushing that, that day farther and farther into the horizon. So, uh, certainly, uh, keep on, keep on keeping on Karen and, and guys, if you want to connect with Karen, if you haven't done so already on Instagram at Karen underscore Anderson, again, that's Anderson with a, a zero instead of the O. So A N D E R S zero N, uh, on Instagram, uh, disruns.com slash eight nine two is a link back to the show notes for today. we got links and photos and all that good stuff as, as we usually do. So if you want to check that out, disruns.com slash eight nine two, uh, Karen, thank you for, uh, for for taking the time today, it's it's uh, uh, as as I think I said to you beforehand, I've I've really enjoyed having these chances to to, to chat with folks and and uh, you know folks that have been listening to the show for a while and I've gotten to know over social media and today was was no no exception to that rule. I, I have had an absolute blast and uh, certainly looking forward to continuing to to staying in touch and continuing to follow along and seeing how things are going for you and cheering you on when you run that fifty miler uh, at some point down the road. But uh, thank you so much for for making the time today. And I certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward. Well, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Karen and myself. And as per usual, would be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway from the conversation de jour? Uh, For me, it, it goes back to when Karen was telling that story about how um, you know, she, she wasn't planning on, on pushing the pace at, uh, the, the Atlanta marathon because of all the Hills, because she had a trail half marathon. I think it was a trail half marathon. I can't remember. She had a half marathon the day before. We know that for certain. Um, the details are a bit sketchy, which I could just go back and listen to it, but, uh, you know, uh, anyway, moral of the story. She went into that race thinking, Hey, I'm just going to have a nice, easy run. No big deal. No factor. Uh, and then lo and behold comes away with a PR on a course that probably you wouldn't you know, eyeball as a, this is a, this is a good PR course. 
Uh, and certainly, you know, as, as a coach, I can't think of too many times that I've had an athlete where it's like, yeah, I'm going to try to PR in this race. And oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to run a half marathon the day before. What do you think about that? I would say, eh, I don't think that's the best idea. But the reason that this stands out to me as, as a takeaway is that sometimes, sometimes going into a race with zero expectations, going into a race without putting that pressure on yourself of like, all right, I have to execute the plan perfectly and I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to take my gel at this mile and take my water at this mile and I have my perfect playlist lined up so that at exactly 20 miles, um, no more Mr. Nice Guy starts. I have no idea why you would program no more Mr. Nice Guy to be your song at mile 20, but hey, you do you. If you like a little Alice Cooper at, 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 the, at the 20 mile mark of a marathon, I am not here to judge. But the moral of the story is, I think that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it's easy to go into a race when it's your goal race, when it, the plan is like, we're going to try to PR, we're going to try to hit this certain time goal and, and maybe over plan the heck out of it. Maybe sometimes I'm guilty of uh, coaching over coaching sometimes for, for races. And I'm not saying that, you know, if you just go out and run a half marathon the day before uh, a marathon that you're going to guarantee to PR every time. But what I'm saying is, is that sometimes if you just go into a race with the attitude of like, Hey, I'm going to run the best race I can run today. Uh, I'm going to listen to my body. I'm not going to worry about specific pace goals. I'm just going to see what I have and go out there and, and give it a shot and see what happens that you might be surprised how successful you can be when that's your attitude. And, and with, at the, at the risk of putting some words into Karen's mouth, that's basically what she did. Lo and behold, mess around, got a new PR, uh, on a day when that wasn't, that wasn't even part of the plan at all. It wasn't even, wasn't even on the, 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 you know, even on the agenda, even remotely on the agenda yet. There we go. There we go. So sometimes maybe there's a, a lesson in there to just take the, take the pressure off, or at least a suggestion, maybe not a lesson, but something to think about, take the pressure off, go out there and see what you got. And lo and behold, he just might come home with a new shiny PR. So that was my takeaway today. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? As per usual, always curious to know what it is. So let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today's episode, which you can get to by pointing your browser to Dizruns.com slash 892. Dizruns.com slash 892. We got links. We got uh, photos uh, that Karen sent over. And we also obviously have that comment section down at the bottom of the page. Uh, go ahead and enter in whatever comments you might have. They'll come to me and we can start that conversation going back and forth. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, start to pull this one into the old parking space. I'm trying to switch up my metaphors here, right? Let's, let's pull this one into the garage, if you will. Uh, but before we do so, don't want to forget to remind you, uh, head sweats, they got you covered. Whatever you need, whatever climate zone you happen to be living in, whatever weather conditions are on your horizon. If you need a hat, if you need something to cover up your dome, Head Sweats has got you. They got you covered to help you keep a cool head or help you keep a warm head if that's what you need this time of year. Uh, Dizruns.com slash Head Sweats is the affiliate link. Again, that just throws a couple shekels my way at no cost to you. And uh, whatever you do, whether you use my link or not, make sure you use the code Dizruns35, D-I-Z-R-U-N-S-3-5. Save yourself 35%. And that's not nothing. That's not nothing. That's a a pretty decent coupon code if I do say so myself. Dizruns35. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, start to wrap this one up officially this time. Y'all, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit that share button. Let a, let a friend know. Share the show with somebody. That's always appreciated. Until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you guys.